0: we just always go for the phone. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Koltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Koltbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Call I'm your host, Dave. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. I don't even know what date it is, but is it April 2nd, 2019? And uh, first off, thanks to Adam for doing the show yesterday. I'd like to tell you I had this big emergency and couldn't make the show. My internet wasn't working. I admit it. I live in the Flintstone age. Uh, thank you, Adam. We'll leave it at that. Hope you had a good weekend. Hope you had a good day. Lots to talk about as always. I must tell you we are quite in the newsy environment and we will cover it all today. Uh, We got the markets. We got the economy. We got unemployment, jobs, deficit spending, scams, shams, corruption, you name it. And Biden. Joe Biden? We're actually going to talk Joe Biden. We're going to talk Bitcoin. Haven't done that in a while. We'll tell you how great we were with you guys and the coins and uh, what's happening now and whatever else comes to mind. Um, if you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button to go to Twitter at GaryKolbom. You can email me. Just be nice. I'll read our commentary articles we post. If you want to hear what we're doing, we like to hear what you're doing, press the Money Management button. Press the Subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And the email service, ConvictionLeaders.com. ConvictionLeaders.com, all there at GaryK.com. So, again, I didn't do the show yesterday. So, first, let me say, the team I gave you to win... The NCAAs bowed out in the Final Eight. Gonzaga is history. It's a good try, though. Got into to the Final Eight. I will give you out my Final Four picks before the weekend's up. When do they play the Final, the final Four? The weekend, right? Uh, I haven't even looked at it yet, but uh, we've been nailing those every year also. Last year, we had the winner. And let's just say we've been hitting them left and right. We gave you all the playoffs this year in football. We gave you the Super Bowl. That's what we do. All right. So we got an election next year. And as you know, I'm pretty much sick to my stomach. As you know that uh, my favorite is Howard Schultz. Um, I I want somebody to do something about the debt and deficits. And certainly Donald Trump's not going to do it. He raised federal spending a quarter trillion a year. He's also uh, went from how dare Barack Obama – Keep using 0% interest rates. That's bad. You're creating asset bubbles to, oh, we want 0% interest rates. We need to lower rates. Anyway, uh, I'm bringing this up because there's one guy on the left that... Joe Biden. You know, he was a vice president for eight years. I believe he was a senator from Delaware for like 90 years. Uh, But all of a sudden, he's a sexual predator. Well, not a sexual predator. But he... He breathed on my hair. Uh, His face came too close to me. He's a close talker from Seinfeld. And it just so happens that the first woman that comes out with a complaint is a major lefty, worked for the Bernie Sanders campaign. The next one that came out is a major lefty. Remember what I've told you about politics, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing that happens by accident. It is unbelievable In plain sight that the tigers are eating their young. I want you to think about that. Joe Biden wants to run for president. And let me be clear. They sent two women out to go after him. Because they know he's a closed talker And he's very handsy. Handsy. Now, if somebody came out and said, well, he did this to me. He did that to me. I mean, we're talking some serious stuff. I listen, but give me a break. They want him out. I don't think JFK can get into the primary now of the Democratic Party. And I'm going to talk about his women thing. If you don't want 70% taxes, if you don't want health care for all, if you don't want massive taxes for climate change, if you have any reason to you whatsoever, they don't want you. And they're going after him going after him and don't send me the emails oh you gotta believe everybody I believe them I believe Joe Biden got close to these women but I've also watched for 15 years or 20 years or 40 however he's been he's a close talker and he's a hugger but now it's bad So when I want to tell you, and I have told you in the past I was going to run, and I decided I'm not going to because they just, you know, they come after you. And somewhere along the line you say, it ain't worth it. Here you go. Tigers eating their young. I would have given 100% a week ago that Joe Biden's running. I don't think he's going to run now. They'll probably send out a third. Oh, he kissed me on the cheek. He was in my space. And again, don't email, email me with the hate and that I hate women and all that. You guys know me. I've been doing this for a long time. Nothing but respect. But I don't have respect for the politics of it. I don't have respect for the politics of it. Anyway, I'm sure I'll get in a little trouble. I don't care. Joe Biden was vice president for eight years, not a word. Vice president. Vice president for eight years let me see if the president passes away the next president is joe biden not a word anyway just my thoughts and one more note as you know we nailed the bitcoin for you and all the coins not this past december but december before right into the climactic run we told you the coins are worthless. We told you it was a bunch of BS. We told you it was just a frothy, frenzy thing, and we told you to be very, very careful about it. And, of course, they came out with 2,400 coins because there's a bunch of con artists and scammers out there that will probably never get in trouble. A lot of the coins went down between 98 and 100%. Uh, some of them you can't even trade anymore even though they have a little bit of a bid. I want to let you know today that Bitcoin was at yearly lows for the last, I don't know, four or five months broke above first resistance levels off of the yearly lows today and maybe they got some rally in here that's all i'm not even looking at any other coins i heard some of the coins that are still trading were up also i'm just mentioning the bitcoin to you that's all volume i hear was heavy reasons i have no idea not a clue what the reason would be because these things are meaningless worthless drivel but i guess when a central bank goes back to easy money again you never know what froth you're gonna get so as a technician on a technical basis a bullish move today in the Bitcoin do what you will we're not advocating anything we just thought of import for some of you to mention up next on the edge full market wrap movers of the day Bernie Sanders socialism capitalism all that crap I'm Gary this is the one only Investor's Edge it's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working you're listening to hey this promises to be fun Investor's Edge the last bastion of quality programming with Gary Kaltbaum it doesn't get better than this and welcome us again to Investor's Edge. Uh, I, I knew I forgot a couple other things I had to mention. Uh, President Trump is threatening to close the border. This man is nuts. The man is nuts. I say this with love. In that I always wish for all our presidents, left, right, or in the middle, to do well and do the right thing. He's not closing the border. There's no way. He's threatening to close the border. He's nuts. Now just in case he's even more than nuts and he closes the border, holy crap. What that would do, I can't even begin to tell you. Five hundred thousand people go through the border every day, just in Texas. I think billion and a half to two billion dollars of trade every day at the border. What I, by the way, you can't close 1,900 miles anyhow, but you get my point. I don't even know what to say. On top of that, in the last three days, he came out and said, we're going after health care, and we're going to be the health care party. And the next day, he backs away and says, we're going to wait till after the election. I'm thinking to myself, what is going on here? Look, we all know he is tempestuous. Love that word. We all know, sometimes flies by the seat of the pants. But this is just plain Stupid. You Trumpsters out there, if Obama did this, you'd be having fits. You'd be having fits. Not to mention the security crap that's coming out, but we'll leave that for somebody else. We want to do what affects the markets, the economy, your job, all that stuff. Yeah, shut the border. So the auto companies can't get the parts and can't build the cars, so furlough the workers. Cars come in late, so can't have those sales. People want to buy the cars, they can't find any. Oh yeah, that's good. That'll work. That'll work. Anyway, I know how to do a little Trump today. And uh, here's the other insanity. I'm being told, I was reading two different ones that Bernie Sanders has raised. I think I read, I know I read one that says he's raised 28 million bucks. From small donations and I I think somewhere else where he raised forty one million, so whatever, twenty eight to forty one million. Isn't capitalism great when a bunch of people that work their tails off take some of that money from capitalism to give to a socialist to run for president. Don't you love that? It was just another thought I had in my mind. Hope you don't mind. The Market Wrap, brought to you by Investment-Models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-Models.com. Today, down, down 79, S&P flat, NASDAQ down 19, uh, up 19, NASDAQ 100 up 21. Uh, transport's down 18, advanced decline 17, 19, and 16, 15. Oil prices were on the strong side. Eh, we'll stop there. Strong day yesterday. The news was China came out with some manufacturing numbers that were better than expected, though I never believe anything that comes out of China anyhow. But due to the fact they have been telling us about their numbers that had been weakening over months before, so maybe this is true, I don't know. Let me just say to you that really helped things, and let me say to you that a lot of the economically sensitive names and a lot of Chinese names, China ADRs, woke up yesterday. And if you remember Thursday or Friday last week, I just mentioned to you that Norfolk Southern, a rail broke above a little range, had a strong day yesterday, uh, Union Pacific, United Technologies, CSX, have I thrilled you yet, Illinois Toolworks, Ingersoll, Rand, some of these names I've never mentioned to you, breaking out of little ranges, some bigger ranges, a bet, or maybe telegraphing, a pickup and economic growth going forward. And that's what really drove things yesterday. May I also add yesterday that finally, and we told you late last week that our guess was that yields were very, very, very oversold. You know, yields had come down markedly and probably they'll bounce up. Had a good bounce up yesterday, although the supposed economic news is better. So yields backing up on the long end. The financials had a strong day yesterday. They have been also hit hard. So they've rallied up also back into their ranges, though the financials continue to lag everything else out there and probably continue to lag for a while. I've been asked if that has anything to do with the Democrats taking the House and man, oh man, people like Maxine Waters, Elizabeth Warren, uh, they don't like these companies. And Wells Fargo did themselves no favors last week. They had a couple of dudes up there defending themselves and Wells Fargo really cannot defend themselves from some of the crap they did over the last few years. So they're in the crosshairs. The good news is the Democrats can't get anything done. The bad news is, they certainly can up the ante on rhetoric. The bad news is, if they keep the House and get the Senate and the White House in 2020, woe is me. They've already called for the breaking up of everything. Seriously. Break them all up. Break them all up. Nobody's good. Not to mention the other crap they're calling for, which we have discussed before, and I am sure... We are going to discuss again. And uh, mm, that's about it. Not much more else to report from yesterday today. Though yesterday, leading growth stocks were weak. Today, they were stronger. So up 300 yesterday and leading growth stocks were down. Today, they were up when the Dow was down 80. Go again Up next on the edge, more on the market. Other stuff. This is the one only investors edit. You're listening to... America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. It's highly you recommended. It. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. By the way, I am told the Mets are 3-1. Gary, you're told the Mets are 3-1? I thought you were a gigantic Mets fan. Uh, Duh. But I recall last year where they came out of the box and died an evil death by the end of the year. So I'm trying to downplay any goodness at the beginning of the year. Though I like the team, I love the pitching, it remains, whether it goes the whole year, whether they control the innings, I don't know if you saw DeGrom's first game, he reminded me of Guidry when he was 25-3 and three that year, basically unhittable. So he's starting up where he left off last year, and we'll see what happens. We'll continue to have the Mets report as it move, moves forward, or until they start losing a lot. We stopped the Knicks report after one week this year. That was easy. All right. A few notes. And it comes from your questions. And those of you who know me know my biggest complaints are saved for our central banks here and around the globe and, of course, what's emanating out of Washington, D.C. And I'm hearing this new thing, these new words going around, something called uh, modern monetary theory where a bunch of dolts People that are actually teaching in colleges are coming out saying that we should just print money, oodles and oodles of money, which is debt, in case you didn't know, to just build the world. Let's print $20 trillion and do the highways and the byways and the airports and schools and pay this person more. How about uh, a living wage uh, take care of climate change because, you know, we can stop the hurricanes and on and on. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot begin to tell you. Remember a long time ago, I said when they started talking trillions, their goal was to make the term trillion mainstream when it came to debt and to make it no biggie. It's just like many years ago, the debt ceiling went from two very bad words to two very must words. we got to raise the debt ceiling. Anyway, they're trying to mainstream now this modern monetary theory. They're also trying to mainstream socialism to you. You do realize, I don't know why. I don't know what's in in the media's mind. I don't know what's in the brains of these mainstream media people. But they're trying to mainstream socialism to you. Like it's good. Like it should be. And modern monetary theory. So I'm just letting you know. There is a move afoot to con the living hell out of you. To scam the living hell out of you. ...to put upon you things that are unimaginable because they think they're smarter than you. They tell you they need all kinds of taxes so they can fix climate change and hurricanes and this and that. It's a lie. It's a con. You can't stop hurricanes. You can't stop the wind. You can't stop the rain. You can't stop the snow and the hail. You could help with pollution, but you don't need massive taxes to do it. It's a a con. And you need to know that. These people are nuts. Thirteen years ago, Al Gore came out and told you that in ten years, hell is going to break loose. Thirteen years later, no. But now it's twelve years later. That's the new one. They got what's-her-name and what's-his-name running for president. Twelve years. That's the new one. Because somebody's study now says twelve years, not eleven years, nine months, but twelve years. Not twelve years, three months, but twelve years. They can't even tell you the weather tomorrow. But 12 years, we're doomed. Ladies and gentlemen, Bernie Madoff would be proud. And the fact that I sit there, I watch people applauding this. To think that these people are saying they're superheroes and they can stop the hurricanes. I've been in hurricanes. You can't stop them. So I ho- just hope I have no agenda. I'm a bigger environmentalist than they are. But I don't need a money grab. And that's all it is, is a one big gigantic money grab. Just like the lottery. Brought to you by the government. Lotteries. It's the biggest scam on earth. Here in Florida, they got this uh, scratch-off. It's you win 15 million bucks, and after taxes and present value, you end up with like 8 million bucks. You know what the marketing is? A family sitting around the table. Spent 30 bucks on a ticket, and oh my God, we won. Nobody wins. Three people out of millions win. And how do you think they pay out the lottery money? With the losers. And you know who the losers usually are? The poor, downtrodden, lower middle class, because you know why? They're looking for a better life, and they think that's the easy way out, and they see these advertisements. My favorite one here in Florida was, you never know. They ran this advertisement for you. You never know. Yeah, I know. It ain't happening. Now if the mega millions gets up to 200 million, I'll spend 10 bucks, but I can afford it. This is all government brought to you. The same government now that's telling you salt is bad, but smoke marijuana. That they tell you cigarettes is bad, but smoke marijuana. We're going to legalize marijuana, but on the cigarette carton it says, the Surgeon General says this will cause lung cancer and kill you. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Yet we want to believe and these are the same people that brought us 22 trillion of debt. They spent 22 trillion dollars more than we have sent them. Yet now we're supposed to believe them that we need to send them more money in order to stop hurricanes. There's a word for that: Marx. These people are a bunch of marks. Don't become a mark. Be a skeptic. Be skeptical or your wallet is going to be empty. And I just had to bring this up today because, man, they're driving home. this new stuff now. Let's print $20 trillion. What? They know with the Republican in the White House, Republican Senate, Democrat House, they can't raise taxes. So let's come up with this other BS. And I got news for you. I saw a couple of Republicans go home. Remember, they're Republicans, not Republicans. That baby left the barn a long time ago. And that's why our motto, we hate them all. We lost complete hope. Our last hope we thought was Paul Ryan. We really thought this guy was going to come in, do something about it, you know what? And he's gone. And I'm sure he's going to be on the board. I think he's on the board of companies. I don't know. He's going to make millions. Because that's what they do. It's a great game. Don't fall for it. Up next. Back on the markets. More thoughts. I'm Gary. This is the one on the Investors Edge. In. You're listening to. Who What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investors Edge with Gary Culpah. And welcome once again to Investors Edge. So we had a horrible fourth quarter, an excellent first quarter, an excellent first day of the second quarter. There's a lot of puzzlement out there in that it used to be when the market was going up, oh, earnings are strong, the economies are strong, Europe's doing good. They can't tell you that anymore. Earnings are not strong. Sales growth is not strong. In fact, it's downright weak. Europe? Area's contracting. Japan, contracting. China, well, they said things may be getting better. We'll see. And just remember, we are big believers in the market. Markets very good telegraphs things. So maybe if these industrials, economically sensitive names are starting to emerge, maybe it's telling us that things are going to reaccelerate. I don't know. After all, China just put, I think, a trillion bucks into the system. What does that mean, Gary, putting a trillion bucks into the system? Well, they either bought up stocks, either bought up bonds, flushed it out into the bank so they can send it out. All kinds of weird things these these places do. Time will tell. But I just want you to remember, earnings start in earnest in the next couple of weeks. And I must tell you, in January, bad numbers were bought up. Bad numbers gapped up. Apple reported bad numbers. Their guidance was bad. It gapped up. Moved up, sat around, moving up again. Facebook Reported bad numbers. Major deceleration. And not to mention, they got some issues. Namely, I don't use it anymore. No, a lot of people have dumped Facebook, but I guess around this Instagram, which I've never had, but I'm gonna look into just because I like knowing things. So to be watched. When we look at earnings, the first thing we look for. Is the reaction to the earnings? Because in good markets, bad news can go up. In bad markets, good news can go down. So the first thing we see is reaction. But not just that name, but other names in that sector. Then we dig in. A. Earnings. Earnings growth. Sales. Sales growth. The quality of the earnings. Now I know on Wall Street it is fashionable, many companies to have what is known as non-GAAP. Without getting too much into it, it's basically, we're going to come out with this earnings, but it really doesn't conform, and we're kind of moving this, that, and the other thing around. But it's been accepted. Then there's GAAP. General accepted accounting principles. So we'll weigh that. And then guidance. Which is... Important too, and amazingly, again, as I mentioned, Apple's guidance last quarter was terrible. Oh, but they came out with the TV and all that stuff, maybe. Who knows? So we're going to look at guidance. And then we look for, is business accelerating? Meaning they grew at 25% last quarter, the next quarter is going to be 40. Or decelerating, last quarter is up 40, it's going to be 15. Like a Facebook, which is only 8 or is it about staying the same? Conference calls, we get asked about that a lot. Eh, I'm not into it too much, do you know why? Conference call is company marketing themselves. I'm not sure I've ever been on a conference call and I heard the words, "Ah, eh, things suck. Never heard that. So every now and then I'll get on one. And if you hear something's really going on, you can always listen back to one. But typically, I stay out of that fray and just let the market decide. And then we get to work. And then we're looking on the reaction. Number one, the stocks that are gapping up. Closed at 100 is opening at 110. Bigger the gap, stronger the demand for the stock. And usually means the bigger surprise, which leads me to the surprise. The problem with earning surprises now is everybody knows the game, and most people play the game, some better than others. And they'll guide Wall Street to a dollar a share for the quarter knowing they're going to do 115 and then come out with 120 and say, hey, look at us. So we're a little bit careful on the guidance. But yeah, that matters. And we're talking estimate guidance there. And then again, what's gapping up? What's gapping down? Where is it gapping up from? Where is it gapping down from? Is it a name that wasn't a leader and is now gapping up and it may turn into a leader? Those are our favorite. Because that means they're not a big invested into just yet. If the stock's already popular and then gaps up, maybe it's already had the move. So a little bit of a nutshell there on what we'll be looking for. And as usual, we'll be ready and we'll have every name for you a couple of weeks away. Have a great evening. Drive carefully when you get home. Do like we do. Simple procedure. you will make sure you hug your children. Do that. Night-night all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash